0: In Dick of the Week, we talk about dirty stuff and use dirty language. We're rated M for mature. Listener discretion is advised. <laughs> Dick
1: of the week. Dick,
0: Dick of the week. Dick, Dick, Dick of the week. Dick. 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 Dick of the week. Dick. Dick. Dick of the week. Dick of the week. Dick. of
1: the Dick week. Dick. Dick. Give me that D, yo. Hello. Hi.
0: Welcome to this week's episode of Dick of the
1: Week! Yes!
0: Yes! <laughs> uh, I am your host, Liz Zirkel.
1: I am your host, Stephanie Kazows.
0: And? Yeah, we are back. Look at this. Being on top of shit.
1: We have multiple episodes.
0: (laughs) We didn't abandon you for most. We're doing
1: a good job.
0: (laughs) Tell us we're wonderful and that we're pretty.
1: (laughs) We need positive reinforcement now. (laughs) Just kidding. We're gonna get better. Summer's hard too. Yeah. We talked about some of the problems the last episode, but like then there's also just summer. It's like I think you could always go on a vacation. Typically. And then I've got, like, and then we usually have, like, weddings, but because of the pandemic, that didn't really happen this year. Yeah. But then, like, I'm going on a surprise trip this weekend, and then, like, I'm going on another trip in two weekends to Casey to visit Jordan's family with mm-hmm. the girls. Mm-hmm. Uh, That side of the family hasn't even met Sabrina yet, so. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they're going to meet both the girls. I hope, I mean, I'm hoping that this is getting planned in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Otherwise, I will be annoyed <laughs> but i bought sabrina this really cute unicorn um like nap roll like it's like a it's like a mat that's got a blanket attached to it oh. i busted it out the day when she was throwing a tantrum i was like lay down until you calm down
0: <laughs> did it work
1: yeah but then she just kept playing with the, the freaking mat roll and i was like we will not have to take this away from you now this is a whole new issue <laughs> that's what toddlers are it's like constantly like you you can't let them you can't let them abuse anything yeah and so like, you're constantly taking stuff from them and then that causes a new tantrum and then you get them to calm down and then they play something else and then they start like throwing it or whatever and you're like you have to tell them like i'm like I'll tell, them, i'll tell you three times and then i take it she lost her building blocks today she lost her easel today she lost <laughs> so much today it was lost in our house oh my god uh, but yeah it's so I, I, I but back to what i was saying summer is hard i think we will always fall apart in summer um yeah And then, like, we're also both respectively, like, really trying to buckle down on manuscripts. Fucking A, trying really hard.
0: I've been, I mean, by the time this actually posts, hopefully I will have done a lot,
1: future Liz. Uh (laughs) Uh, Liz also pointed very angrily at the microphone. So she's letting future Liz know she means
0: business. (laughs) 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 But uh, current present Liz went camping for about a week, then got home, had to unpack camping stuff, do a bunch of laundry, clean the house, then pack for actual vacation, then was gone for a week in Gulf Shores, and now here we are. And Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. uh, didn't really write at all in that time span, which was not in the plan. I meant to write in between those things, but whatever you know what can you do yeah so now i'm getting back in the swing of things i opened my manuscript today i stared at it for a while i read some words i typed a couple words nice. but hey it was progress that didn't exist a couple days ago
1: there so. you go boom <laughs> that's all you gotta do i mean that's i think sometimes i spend all i spend if I spend more than five or six days away from my manuscript, I have to basically reread the whole thing. Oh, yeah. Because I forget the uh, what juice I'm working with.
0: Totally. I feel like I actually need to reread more than what I... Because I only read, like, the chapter I was currently working on, which, to be fair, was, like, a good
1: 1,700 words or something like that. But still... But, like, when I was doing that fast drafting business, I wasn't reading anything. And, like, I got... I mean, I wrote... I wrote like nine chapters that way real fast
0: but so what made you switch from doing oh, that to- mono ah uh, fucking mono.
1: <laughs> so like but like so once you stop fast drafting and you have to go back and read it it's hard to go back to fast drafting i don't know why um i think maybe it's because i had an opportunity to go look over things and make changes and then i fell back in old habits i think what i'm actually going to do is a combo deal um because when i used to write just for a wet pad on tuesday nights I'd write for four hours or three hours. I would edit for edit, punch up for an hour and I'd post. Mm -hmm. Right. And so Mm -hmm. that was three to 4,000 words once a week. I just did. I, that works for me. And then like the, the, what I was posting wasn't terrible. Like it's a a pretty decent first draft. Sure. I was posting. So I think I'm going to technically that's kind of fast drafting, but with like an additional like 45 minutes to an hour of like, you know, a little bit of a revision. Um, and sometimes it wasn't even that long. Sometimes it's just rereading it and posting it. Um, so I think I'm going to go back to that model. Like if I'm fast drafting and I'm ending on a chapter, go ahead and go back and punch it up and then move on. Uh, but ending in the middle of a chapter really does make you go back is what I have discovered from the fast drafting. So, yeah,
0: I mean, that's, I mean, yeah, i in the middle of a chapter right now or two thirds through a chapter right now. And, and that's how I was like, oh, you
1: got to go back and read this. Yep. <laughs> like what what is happening? What are we doing? Yeah.
0: But
1: yeah, so. that's, that's where we're at, too. So there's like there's lots of things working against us, uh, recording podcasts that we want to record.
0: And not to mention Love and lost.
1: Oh, my God. I, like, legit remembered we were writing. I legit remembered we had stuff done for that the other day. And I was like, good for us. You know, honestly, <laughs> good for us having, like, two episodes done. Right? We got two episodes done? Three episodes? Uh, I don't know. Got How two, you write? Two roughs? I got one rough. You got one rough? Yeah. Yeah, we got two roughs that's not bad of 12 <laughs> or 10 i don't remember how many episodes in the season
0: we just need to do more we just need to do more
1: so i mean i feel okay about that and now you know it looks like we might actually be able to like rope actors into a in-person thing which means recording would take a lot less time which and i think that's motivation that is motivation for me because like sure. before it's like
0: writing it during the pandemic like in our brains, we were like, "Oh, if we get this done, we can just jump into the next season and start writing that." But there's no motivation. If there you... was zero motivate motivation because we we're like, "When there's is this no actually
1: going to happen?" Yeah, I need the payoff. Yeah. So the payoff is like real now. So hopefully, we can buckle down. Oh yeah, I'm gonna try to finish this book and then dip back into the episodes and try to write into the episode and then go to the next book and that's I think that's my pattern because I don't remember when we set. Saw- set love and lust. so i don't know when we're releasing we need to talk about that we need to have a business meeting we do it's been like we had like too many weird things now we can see each other in person yeah like, which is easier yeah, yeah. it will be nice and the nice thing is i mean honestly we could do it during the day yes so yeah because i could go even to your house you so you are with the kid during nap and- time the worst case scenario is we've got Cleo up yeah. while Sabrina's in her Sabrina's always in her room from 1 to 3 even if she's not sleeping. Because I need the break. Sure. <laughs> well she needs it too. We both need a break from each other. But usually she naps through it. But yeah. But that's we're working on stuff. Yeah. I'm excited for the second season. I'm still very excited. And I'm excited for the next season after it honestly. I'm Me just too. excited. We, I think we've hit our like mojo stride yeah now we just need to concept. fucking do
0: it and uh yeah it'll be great and i feel i feel i know the pandemic is not over but it feels way more hopeful than it did yes. when uh we first started actually writing yes and that makes life easier
1: yeah it was like in a black hole when i started writing and so i probably need to go back and look at that and make sure it is not the most depressing thing i've ever written
0: to be fair our characters are kind of in a
1: bad place at that point too it so work. it might work.
0: It might just work. <laughs>
1: we can't write the end in that same place yeah (laughs) exactly yeah we've been so we're trying liz and stephanie just trying just trying our damnedest i mean like we've both had weird few years (laughs) like i got laid off and then had babies and then fucking pandemic happened and then you got laid off and yeah so we just got weird amounts of free time that doesn't feel free yeah that's how i feel about it like when i I because i'm really bad at like giving myself a schedule oh Girl, I'm like,
0: it's really hard for me to be like, at this time to this time, you're going to be creative. And I know if I want to do this for real, like, and make money, and this is my full time thing, I need to make sure that work. But, but saying that and
1: doing it is two different things, yeah. I you know, because like, when I was like, before, before when I got laid off the first time, well, to be fair, I had like that layoff malaise happened. Like, even if you don't, like, even if, like, you saw it coming. It still sucks, and it still just hits you. There's, like, a weird depression about yep. it. It's, like, because even if it's not even about your work performance, it's, like, weird. You Getting laid off just makes you feel weird. And I was seven months pregnant, so that didn't help. But, so I didn't get a whole lot done. But there was this period when Sabrina was six months old and started going to bed at, like, 8 p.m. Or, like, 8.30 or 9. I, fit in, I did 27,000. 000- yeah, 27,000 words in, like, two, three weeks. Damn. Because I just, like, buckled down because the waddies were happening. I was like, oh, this is an excuse to finish Sasha. Yeah. And I just finished it.
0: Having those fucking random goals, man. So
1: it's like, but and but we don't, I, it's hard to do that. And and that's the problem. So I'm trying to, like, give myself, like, fake ones. Like, this book has to be done by August 1st. <sighs> like, I'm finishing this book by August 1st. It's happening. It's The first draft is done on August 1st and then we'll go into edits and then second book happens but i do think my self-published goal of january 2022 is going to be pushed back until august of 2022 so that this series can come out as it makes sense to come out that makes sense unless i write this quarantine inspired erotic romance uh novella shorts thing that i've got like i've got one drafted (laughs) because it was supposed to be like a a special bit for my patreon that i've never put together so i like maybe i'll fucking write it and put it up on amazon why not so that's yeah so my goal was january 2022 not saying it can't still happen but it's probably not gonna be these books so (laughs) i think i'm gonna finish this one and see what i'm doing
0: i need to make legit real goals and like figure out what i need to do to make those goals actually happen we should
1: i have a big calendar you should buy a big calendar. I'll bring my big calendar over, and we'll calendar together. Because <laughs> if it's written down, it's real.
0: Yeah. Right. Well, that's the thing is initially Mika and I gave each other a deadline of like we'll have X amount written of our per- current projects by this date. But then she started switching projects, and things get messy. And I was just like, blah blah blah. Yeah. No. I did not hit my goal. Uh, I mean, I made progress, but I did not hit my goal. Sure. Um, so I need to make an actual solid goal. Like this is that's it, and let's make
1: vision boards. <laughs> I need
0: to figure out something, man. I don't know if vision boards is really my thing, but like it's not mine because
1: my- I don't know how to collage. No, don't want to collage. I guess I should say, but
0: I used to like scrapbook and shit. So like I get it, but I think if maybe if I like had a really solid plan on my bulletin board mm-hmm. that it just like stared at me mm-hmm. like this. Or got like a dry erase board to put like there underneath the
1: shelves that yeah. like could write shit on. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, I bought some craft books too, which just like adds to my convoluted brain <sighs> about writing uh, the other. So basically, writing non-white straight characters. Mm. Uh, you can borrow them anytime. But I bought three books because there was uh, in the one group we're in, someone posted this class workshop that was like two hundred and something dollars, and I was like, couldn't be me. <laughs> Because uh, I don't have that kind of money. It might have been more than $200, actually. Um, like, until
0: I'm making
1: any sort of money, I can't
0: just, like, drop
1: that. So, I bought three books instead and spent $40. But it's, like, three. One of them is by Ursula K. Le Guin. So, yes. I would like <laughs> to write like her. Thank you. Um, And, like, the other two made sense. So, I bought three books that I'm going to take with me. I'm going to take one of them with me to Colorado. And hopefully, like, make a dent. Because this series does have some, at least just not... Not straight characters, and like while I am queer, there's still like a level of I've been socialized, so sure. I don't want to. I don't want to write offensive shit, even though I'm just gonna write characters that are like me, so I still have to be careful. Yeah, um, so I'm gonna read some books, some books, some books, <laughs> <laughs> but. I add that to the list of fucking uh, goals and shit is, like, trying to educate myself on top. Like, the education portion of being an indie writer. I
0: Yeah, I need to get better at that. Christina Mitchell was talking about some class that she was taking. I was like, I don't know if I want to spend the money on the class right now, but she was telling me that that person had, like, a podcast and YouTube videos and books. So I'm like, okay, well, I can dive into that stuff. I've taken that too is many... less money and and to see if that's even like a concept i'd be interested in sure. before like committing to something like a class
1: well, there's like so many right uh, marketing classes right now that are like being pimped out on like facebook and through all the groups that we're in and like i've taken a couple i took one through the rwa and basically what i've discovered by taking all of these like uh indie publishing workshops is that I've already read all of this a million times over in my obsessive desire to know everything about indie publishing? And like, Jordan's like, you have to stop taking these because like you come away from them with nothing, no new information. Yeah. And then you're just frustrated because you spent two hours listening to someone, and that's not, like that's not like two too demanding. To it's like literally been years of me doing this, <laughs> so it's like of course I've like read. Whereas all... I haven't
0: really done any of that, so I probably should.
1: Well, I mean, like honestly, there's, I'm doing Inkers Con. I actually, I because I got like a good deal because I bought the ticket like a million years ago, uh, but it's this, it starts this weekend when I'm out of town. But when you bought the online thing, you get all of the presentations for three years. Mm. So like I don't have to be there, so that's nice. Yeah, but I've I was up for to... a couple roundtables for the next over the next few weeks. So
0: I kept uh, getting emails and things about InkersCon, and I should have looked into it actually.
1: Well, I mean, it's probably I'm not that. gonna I'm not gonna say that I, I can share it, but.
0: You can at least tell me what you
1: learned, wink, wink. Yeah, I can share notes. Wink, 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 wink. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I'm doing that. I mean, after I bought the ticket, Jordan was kind of like, he probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> I was like, well, it's whatever. Not because of the money, but he's like, cause the, he's like what are you, you going to get? But what we're talking about today is actually the reason why, is the, the marketing portion of it yeah. all, Um, Is actually why I wanted to do it. Because the woman that like runs it, Alessandra Torre? Yeah, Torres. Torre. It's stories, T-O-R-R-E. Stories. T-O-R-R-E. Torre. Yeah,
0: That's like how that. I would
1: say it She Is like Kind of a maven At it hmm. Like she, she I, I'm on her On her uh, Email Listing So I get all I'm emails I'm on her Facebook group too And like th- th- Some of those tips They give are like Really good And like I you see, join that. people share like their graphs of like sales and stuff. It's like really informational, honestly. People are really open about it.
0: So, what Stephanie was pointing at before she sneeze snorted S- yeah. uh, is I pulled off my bookshelf next to my desk, which is pretty much all my craft books. Uh, Romance Your Brand Building a Markable Genre Fiction Series by Zoe York, which my brain really wanted to read this as Brand Your Romance Building a Markable Series Fiction Genre because. <laughs>
1: yeah <laughs> you're following the road versus how <laughs> humans read um, i'm sorry how americans read yeah my bad sorry Non humans <laughs> that was very ethnocentric of me apologies
0: very Eurocentric. eurocentric yes <laughs> i read it like it was a manga
1: <laughs> yeah you did read it like it was a manga
0: not even because that would be brand your romance markable a building you theory, just theory, followed the genre. road you I just followed the literally road literally followed the road and that's how yeah. my brain went and my eyes did <laughs> Yeah, so no. it was Really hard for <laughs> anyway.
1: She's, she's coming to uh the Mo Mora in August. Really to do a marketing bit.
0: Oh, is it worth me rejoining RWA? Dude, I think I'm
1: about to. I kind of miss some of those ladies.
0: I and I never even made it to any of the in person, but now I'm feeling like in person shit's gonna start happening. It is gonna start happening.
1: Yeah, they 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 did like a poll the other day, but I'm not a member, so I didn't feel comfortable being like, yeah, no, I would come. <laughs> person They'd but like i liked joined. i really liked the women that i had met there and it sounds like they've been doing some work to try to make it less uh you God. know that would be sounds like they're trying i don't know i just know like a lot of people are like rejoining now and i don't want to do the wrong thing i, I don't know. I, so i'm not sure i and i've asked places like how what's the temperature of the water and no one's answering no one has an answer i, I asked in that group and like literally one person was like Join or don't, and I was just like <laughs> helpful, <laughs> very helpful. <laughs> like I get, like no one wants to be like they're still being weird racist pieces of shit, and then no one but wants like, to be like no, one, but no one's like wants to commit to saying that they're doing really a job either.
0: But like I feel like it'd be worth saying, hey. They are moving in the right direction. Who knows where it's going to end up, but so far they're taking the right steps. Yeah, no that's all I want to know. Steps. Are they taking the right steps? I want to know. That's all I want to know. Because yeah. I haven't been a member for a year now cuz I let it fall last August yeah. and so I'm like is it worth
1: me rejoining cuz I don't want to give them my fucking money if it's not. Right. And like that's all I want to know and a lot of the like local branches had started like disassociating
0: yeah doing their own thing of.
1: Mm-hmm. and st louis is not doing that so i'm like kind of like oh, i don't know i don't know i've gone to i went i've gone to one of the um i went to the bdsm talk that they oh, had
0: yeah. it was all
1: stuff i knew apparently i'm very well versed by having a few friends in bdsm world i apparently know a lot And reading books i already knew like <laughs> most of what she told us uh and having like a friend who like is actually a part of like a sex club mm-hmm. so um, that was funny that I walked away for that with no notes. Cause I was like, this is all stuff, but no. And Jordan laughed at me again because you keep going to these workshops. But, like you already like know the stuff, like go to something that you don't know. I'm like, leave me alone. I don't know what I don't know.
0: That's Well, that's exactly it. You don't know what you don't until know. Until I show up. And that's the thing is like, if someone asked you like, Hey Stephanie, would you be willing to run a thing? You'd be like, well, fuck. I don't, what, what, what should I, I don't know. Exactly. Like- exactly. So. Anyway, that being said, I need to actually read the Zoe York book that I've owned
1: for a while. Yeah. That should be part of my uh I like, homework. I read one of her um one of her pen names. Uh that what? she has a cheating book. Mm. Ainsley, Ainsley Booth. Ainsley. Yeah,
0: Ainsley. Ainsley Booth is her erratic romance it's book. It's called
1: it's called Shame. It was very good. Mm. I enjoyed it very much. She's also doing a um like a personal exercise where she's starting a new pen name from scratch and a specific trope. I caught it. I caught her tweets about it right when she tweeted the, the pen name so that I could follow it on Twitter. But now I don't remember who, what the name was. And I follow like 900 people on Twitter. It's so like, how am I ever going to find it? Um But she wants to see how long it takes to build of falling organically not using her other pen names to help bolster so the
0: majority of people don't know what her this yeah. new pen name yeah 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 is. it's yeah. a secret yeah. pen name it's like
1: a secret pen name and oh. she's gonna report back in like a year is what she said
0: that's fascinating which because
1: she's like things have changed since i got in the game yeah so she wants to see how much has changed which i think that's is like really cool it's so cool also how helpful is that no that's super helpful. you know what i mean like she's coming she's gonna just do a complete organic pen name with all the changes that have happened so this book i've heard is great i need to read it's it it's on That's my Kindle. My i've also like have a couple other craft books about fast drafting and then also um the art of the series like sweet spots of like how many books should be in a series what kind of series you should have those kinds of things
0: another one i just bought because people kept talking about it is the heroine's journey hmm. i haven't read it
1: i saw a tweet about that
0: people just kept talking about it in groups i was in and I was like, I truly don't understand how this is different than the hero's journey. Is it?
1: Is it just not? I don't, is it just like the hero's journey applied to romance?
0: I don't even think it's necessarily romance. Like, this is... What is the heroine's journey? How is it different from the hero's journey? What makes Harry Potter different from Star Wars? Twilight from Wonder Woman? And so it's like, I think people are technically saying Harry Potter, even though we've always said that's the hero's journey, is technically a heroine's journey. I don't know. I need to...
1: Well, let, let me know.
0: Yeah, let me know that, if it's that's worth gonna it be down the road.
1: I'm like, I feel like the craft books that I've gotten recently have been very much, um, like very matter of fact, zero philosophy. They've basically been about, the, not necessarily the craft of writing, but so much like how to be an indie author. I need that because, like, I'll let you know if any of these like really are revolutionary and yeah. like teaching
0: well that's the tricky thing is like i also think that it's ever changing and ever growing yeah. so like if you learn something that made sense in 2020 doesn't mean it's gonna make sense in 2022 some of the stuff doesn't
1: apply to like what you're writing you know what i mean like so yeah. if you're not writing in a deep trope like if you're not writing reverse harem bully right right which i will never right but like if you write in that specific of a trope like you will find readers and if you put a book out every month you will easily make money like that's not a question right there's, right. this, there's this one there's this group that's basically like 20 books to 50k like the idea of just having a big backlog mm. and this woman was talking about how in the last 18 months she's written 18 books like she's like had a book a month they're like 50,000 words they're so not that big but she does reverse harem and she's made a hundred thousand dollars in 18 months because she's writing something that people want <sighs>
0: but how good are these books
1: i mean i don't know good enough to people buy them yeah. it's that writing to market though and like that's <laughs> writing to market is like it's that's my my friend uh and i have like a, a trio that we're, we met on lap and one of us is traditionally published and then she just got her books back from that and then she she's an indie published author with like three pen names and she writes all kinds of shit um but uh she's always telling me she's like write to market stephanie just pick a trope, fucking write it, and make money. And then you can write whatever bullshit you want to write, whatever fluffy. But how do you figure <laughs> out what's market? You look at Amazon. You look but at a, Amazon. But
0: there's literally everything. On yeah, Amazon. but you have to see how
1: much is places. So you like, you look at and see, like, you pick subgenres. You see how much is there, because you don't want to do something oversaturated. Like, yeah. you know, like because the werewolf was hot for a second, but then it got oversaturated. So it's like, which is why when we have like lambs and sheeps and hedgehog shifters and shit like that like that tiktok that did you sent you sent me that yeah did i yeah you sent me a tiktok that by the end it was like a book about a hedgehog shifter which (laughs) is like ridiculous (laughs) but like i had read a couple of those which is the funny part but like yeah i think you just part of it's luck yeah but there's some tried and true stuff like bdsm has never gone out of style since it's gone in style sure so and the bully shit is really hot right now So like, I don't really understand it. It's like, I don't think, I don't think that's in me to write. It's like, it's like, so is he just real mean? I don't get it. I've read a couple. I d- see. Here's usually the thing is I read, I can read like four market books and like understand what they did. Like, right. Like you can like see the formula. Right. But sometimes I read the, like the subgenre four market book and I'm like, I don't understand this. <laughs> like, I like <laughs> my brain cannot wrap around what is even happening in this book. Like I don't, there doesn't hit, it doesn't hit beats. Like, it's just, like, weird. It feels like a fucking free-for-all. Like, there's no rhyme or reason what's happening. Like, it has, like, certain elements that always happen, but, like, there's not a structure to it, really, it feels like. Yeah. And some of those, like, the reverse harem books, they'll have, like, 12 books in a series following the same heroine. And she just accumulates her harem.
0: Now, in those, is it, like, her with a different guy, main focus of a guy, or is it her, like... The
1: first few usually are, like, her collecting them. So it'll be like the first book is like the first guy in her hero. and then you get a taste of like the second guy that's gonna sure. be there. Like he'll be like at the end, and then the next book is both of those guys, and maybe a third guy gets thrown in. And like there's different different ways to to approach it. Some of them are like the book is the first book is the guys are already assembled. Like there's this omega verse whole thing. Yeah, where like, yeah. Where like there'll be like a pack of like four alphas who get us like who have one mate that's an omega and like so that's just set up from the beginning and then the books are just basically all the ways that she's tortured or like all the ways she's kidnapped or like (laughs) whatever jesus um it gets dicey um i feel like really fallen into the dicey world of romance in the last year (laughs) 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 the the pandemic's taking me weird places um to the point where i'm like I think I could write a bully cheating book. Yeah, sure. I,
0: I read a lot of YA for a chunk of the pandemic, so my brain was like, I just need sweet and cute, that's but fair. I don't want sweet adults because I need sex if it's adults, but if it's sweet and cute YA, then that's fine.
1: I understand <laughs> that. I get that. I read a couple YA books because there was like a lot of hot like cemetery boys. Oh, uh, I want to read that. Really good. Really good. I borrowed it from my friend and then uh perfect on paper was really good yeah, you mentioned that one i really want to read oh, that that was tasty um i really like another liked, one i read i can't think of what it's called
0: oh god what did i read recently you should oh, see meet me cute. in the cr- in my crown was
1: good meet cute diary was also good
0: that was really that was really it cute.
1: was super cute i, think I, I like, read that one I, they're on twitter too and i like them a lot
0: no i think i said i read or he Meet or tweet cute. I read tweet cute, which was also very cute. That's
1: very funny that there are so many of this, <laughs> the same sounding things. I know.
0: I read. I yeah. I read tweet cute, and that was that was enemies to lover with online Twitter wars. Blah blah blah. And it was very cute. Yeah. Anyway, should we take a quick commercial?
1: I mean, we've been kind of started talking about what we're going to be. <laughs> we did, but we can get real into it once we pop. Once we pop back in. Yeah. Pop it. Pop it. Pop it. Commercial.
0: Will Jack, the gym-loving male nurse hottie, manage to win the heart of the spunky blue-haired web designer Maggie? Join us every other week to discover if this unlikely pair will have their happily ever after or fizzle out in the end. Love and Lust Season 1 is available for your listening enjoyment now at CalamityCast.com or anywhere you find podcasts. Back. What a great commercial break. Oh my gosh. So good.
1: It's funny that we took a commercial break because I feel like to me what we're gonna talk about today is just feels like commercials. <laughs> Pretty much. Pretty much. Uh so
0: I don't like social media slash marketing slash
1: author internet presence. Like so on the heels of the last episode that was basically, you know, uh ice planet barbarians was essentially catapulted into a new wave of excitement and like popularity due to tiktok yes um and this is not the first time tiktok's done this with like a book series or an author uh we mentioned books
0: that had been published six five ten years ago like many years ago maybe hit the list barely when they first came out and then like went back down and now suddenly are like all back on these like bestseller lists.
1: Yeah. So like uh we thought we'd talk about a little bit about that today because like honestly I'm terrible at social media. Like I love it. I enjoy it. I consume it. Um but interacting in it is really hard for me and it seems this is like this is this is not the deep thought on it. But this isn't even the hot take. But like sometimes it feels real disingenuous when you see some of the authors interacting on it. Yep. And so um I personally have this like issue with the balance between being authentically yourself, but also pushing a brand and I've been seeing authors talk about, so I think let's start with like one at a time. So like, let's yeah. talk about Facebook reader groups. Yeah. Let's start there. Um, so
0: I actually took some notes because I was looking at, um, like some of my favorite mm-hmm. groups that I'm in and, you know, there's a difference between just like general romance groups where it's like say something like the KU Romance Fix group or the Kerf group where it's technically led by a bunch of uh, romance authors that are in KU but it's mostly just a bunch of readers talking about books that they love but that's on Kindle Unlimited that are romance or being mm-hmm. like hey y'all I'm looking for something that will make me cry my eyes out what you right. got so like groups like that are nice but like I don't personally feel like those groups have any sorts of sort of like community community or anything like that. It's it's a good resource to find something else to read if you're using something like Kindle Unlimited. Mm-hmm. But other specific author groups I'm in, like specifically, say Tegan Hunter's group, which is Tegan's Tidbits. Oh, let me back up a little bit. Most authors have their author page. And then from there, they're like, hey, if you want, like, the insider, you know. Possible one-on-one contact. Yeah. And, like, get. Like you can like, post and I'll see it. Get the get the information first. You know, know all the insider deets. But also just, like, hear funny stories about my day-to-day life and communicate with me on a regular basis. Join my group. And usually they have, like, a
1: cute name, like.
0: Yeah. So, like, Teagan Hunter has Teagan's tidbits. Or Pippa Grant has
1: Pippa Grant's pip squad. Lucy we'll Scores is, like, the. She calls them bras. I forget what it stands for. I have no idea. Romantic. I don't remember. But <laughs> anyway, she's at, uh, yeah.
0: Or like Maria Lewis has uh, Book Boyfriends Anonymous, which is really interesting because some of these groups, like, you feel like you're part of this really kind of close knit community. And mm-hmm. like, you can post things and be like, oh my God, this thing happened and made me think of you, random author. And they're like, ha who are you? Kind of yeah. But, like, you know, some of them are more active than others. So, like, they do recognize
1: the I mean, reader's names. Amy and... Dawes is, like, very active in hers.
0: Yeah, I feel like a lot of these women, that are, the ones I listed, all of them are yeah. super active.
1: Which is crazy because some of those groups are, like, so I've noticed the authors I follow average about two 2,000 people in these groups usually. But some of them are up to, like, ten. Grant has
0: 10.5
1: thousand yeah. members. Tegan has 3.4. Maria
0: Lewis has 5.1. Mm-hmm. Like, these are big groups. Yep. And, yep. like, you know, the author, of course, has to put effort into it and, like, post something. And, and normally usually, there's themed things like, What you reading Wednesday or whatever yeah. that, like, prompts people to interact. But once it gets going, people kind of just know, like, oh, people in this group are into this certain thing. And they just start posting it and like keep it alive on their own. Well, there's somehow. also
1: most of them have a um, PA. Yeah. Um, and even a couple of them share the same PA. If you've noticed, who's posting the daily stuff? Like, there's this one of uh, this this person, Joyce. I've noticed post a lot in two of the groups. Um, and I think she might be the PA to both of the authors, which is mm. very cool, honestly, because the two authors are friends and they write similar types of books Makes so sense. it's cool that but it's funny to watch cuz there is a there's a there's a, a a threshold um where like i've seen in a couple groups where like this group has gotten so large that now the author will not probably be responding to you like i've seen posts yeah. like that and it's it's it, be, it really is because of like you have to protect your own individuality like yeah because you're a brand but you're also a human yeah and i can't if they're getting 100 plus posts a day in this group like
0: well and some a lot of them will have that the posts have to be um approved before they're just posted yeah. you know like, i think some groups like when they're smaller it's not that big of a deal especially if it's a, if it's a private group and you know who all's in there yeah but once it starts getting bigger then you're like, okay, like I know one of them. I think it was Teak, and was like, okay, guys, thank you, I love you. I've seen this same meme posted in here ten times now. Yeah, because you don't always see what other people are posting because Facebook hates you and doesn't. Yeah, and like show also you you shit.
1: you're not the groups you're in. Usually, I don't. That shit doesn't. I don't. I don't go scan all the new posts in a group every day. I don't normally either. Yeah. There's very few that I do like there's that's like why. Um, so one of the smaller reading groups I'm in is Kate Walls's group. There's like 250 people mm. and it's great because she posts like one thing a day just to stay engaged. And it's usually like something that's kind of inspired by what she's writing. Um, so like it's specific to the character or something, which is fun. Uh, but I notice how much I more I look forward to those posts because they're like unique Versus these larger groups where it's, like, the same pizza or taco meme. Because, like, I feel like all indie authors now, you have to, like, choose a type of food that's your favorite food. And then there's just a million memes about those foods. Yep. And I, I get why that's happening because it's, like, an easy way to, like... Engage with people. hmm But, like, there is, like, a point of, like, how many times... Can, like, across groups, can I see the same taco meme? Yep. Because I saw the same taco meme four times. Because apparently... I love you, Heather, but there see so many taco things. <laughs> And also, I mean, I love tacos, so I do love tacos. It, I'm gonna be honest, with you, the first time I saw it, I probably laughed. And then, then you
0: see it five more times based on the across groups. different
1: groups. yeah. so um, it's like it's a unique. specifically the one that was about tornado warnings and watches exactly, yep, <laughs> yep. I showed Jordan that it, the thing about Facebook that sometimes is funny, they'll show me all the posts next to each other, and there's actually three of the same meme from three different groups when I was well, on sometimes, my group. Yeah,
0: sometimes they'll just show like, the meme and then it'll say like shared by blah 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 blah.
1: so that's what happened to that one and i was just like oh my god uh but i think it's a weird it's a weird i think that's a weird symptom of those groups it's just like because you're gonna like the same type of author right like you know so of course across there's gonna be the same meme across the board because you like the same uh, they're all the same level of good author authoring yeah. so yeah. but I think it's just really funny that like uh there's like an unspoken rule right now in indie romance writers that's like you have to pick a food and an animal and an animal and those are your favorite things <laughs> it very much gives me um when I was 12 years old and I like I said one time I liked frogs and then I got all the frog shit like I got frog <laughs> candles frog pillows like I know I was like 10 I was like 10 but like still at my dad's house, there are still like frog candles that are like probably melted and destroyed from the heat of my room that didn't have air, central air. But yeah, so that's a funny thing. Facebook's a weird but it's like a it can be it can be like a it feels like fake personal sometimes. Yeah. When the group gets so large. Yeah. But then also there are these moments, very real moments, like when um Claire uh Kingsley's husband, husband passed. passed away across all of the groups.
0: Literally, I was that day or the like the weekend after or that Monday after, I was going through my email every single yeah. author Newsletter I had talked about which I loved, and it made me cry. Yeah,
1: and like honestly, in in the Facebook, the outpouring from Facebook support of people sharing the links to her books, like and from those groups, like people were getting links from those groups and sharing them in different groups or like whatever. Because I'm in. Oh, it was in every group I was in. I'm like because I'm in like a lot of like, I'm in like a lot of author specific groups, but then I'm in like like you were talking the generic reader groups. Yeah, and like it hit everything. And so so there's these moments where I like roll my eyes at the memes, right? And I'm like, Ugh. but then there's these moments of like that's beautiful. Like it was really beautiful that like
0: someone in the romance community who is pretty well known in the indie world yeah. and
1: people you've probably read one of her books. And
0: and her husband suddenly passed away from strokes and just like it was It was one of those, like, staggering moments of, like, fuck, this is a real community.
1: Yeah, yeah. And, like, I don't know that I would have felt that so much without the Facebook groups. Yeah. So, like, that, to me, that was, like, a moment of me, like, my cynicalness of, like, ugh. Yeah. Was, like, wow, yeah, this is great. And I, you know.
0: And part of my brain is, like, well, how do I get to that
1: level?
0: (laughs) Like, how do I get that random people care about me if something shitty
1: happens? Well, like, that's, like, kind of the the... I don't know. It's it's like we've talked about the friend clicks that happen yeah. In in the this genre specifically. And I think some of these people just it's across the board clicks, you know? Yeah. And like and she I mean, she has most of her books on KU. Mm-hmm. So she was really she's, you know, linked up with all the KU authors. Um, but she writes in a very specific styling that links up with like some people that are wide. Um, but yeah, I that Was like, I think that was a moment where the Facebook groups felt less silly to me because before that I was definitely just like Jesus Christ.
0: But it is also really interesting, uh, because someone recently was talking on Facebook, like, hey, like, how do I reach author or readers that are like under 30 because they're not really utilizing the Facebook mm-hmm. groups like the rest of us are. And it is interesting to think, like, oh, yeah, like. There's this whole readership that you can get that way and you can attach mm-hmm. you can communicate with and and create a bond with, but then there's a whole other generation of people that don't
1: really use that, yeah well for those people, sometimes I think, are you even writing the books that they want to read? Well, that is I mean, well, that was the thing if was, you're like if you're comfortable in a Facebook reader group, you might as well just focus on those people. That's why I feel like, and like but also I think perhaps that's just not those aren't your people and there's nothing wrong with and there's not because i feel like it is a very different reader group that's in that 20 to 30 range because i'm like thinking back to when i was in that range because i was that was when i was like a fresh rabid romance reader like Mm -hmm. i wasn't even i wasn't at the levels i'm at now where i consume like a book a day like i easily consume a book a day if not more than that so it's like I don't write enough um
0: right I need to stop
1: reading damn um anyway someone take my fucking blue aliens away from me (laughs) the truths we come up with on this podcast but like I I because I've seen that same post of like how do I engage with and then now I think this this leads us probably to like the next social media platforms of like twitter and tiktok
0: did the youngins use Twitter? I feel so fucking old by saying that. But did the youngins use Twitter?
1: Um, I mean, like those YA books we were talking about. Those authors are pretty young. Like perfect on paper. I think. I think she's like twenty five, twenty six. Okay. She's young. Ugh yeah that just
0: make you feel sad like what was i doing with my life back then
1: oh yeah not enough
0: is the answer not enough yeah
1: i think almost all those Hawaii books we were just talking about and i think most of them were um (laughs) (laughs) so from what i see it depends on what kind of romance you're writing so like tiktok i think uh smut is king so like katie robert is like seeing a huge influx of readers because people are like these books fuck and she like She's done a couple of posts of her own, but it's really other people posting on her books. Well, that's the
0: really important thing about TikTok, though.
1: Is it's I, not about and authors I think, themselves. I
0: think authors are trying to, like, monopolize this whole TikTok thing, mm-hmm. but people don't like it as much when it's the author doing yeah. it. They want to hear random book talker being like, hey, I found this book. It's fucking amazing. Let me tell you because why. Because it's like a hidden
1: gem situation. Like, I found this. Yeah. I'm sharing it with you versus the author. All the only, The authors that I've seen that are successful see i think what for the author you want to put stuff out there so people find you yeah and then from there you want them to spread the word about your book but uh cd reese um she has uh, a ten thousand followers on tiktok right now and she's she's an older older um, woman and she and hers just like describes what happens in her books like she'll be like uh yeah yeah they want a book with uh, uh uh bdsm Yep. Uh, He wants to. T- oh, you want her to be tied to the bed? Sure. Yeah. And then maybe some anal play. Yeah. OK, great. 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 OK, bye. And like those are like the videos she does. And that's like hilarious. And like she's I mean, her books are high heat. And I think I think that's. And then like we've got Amy Dawes who.
0: I would say Amy Dawes was the first person I saw who was like. Ooh, story time and start saying as if she's the heroine. Yeah. And she and then she's like, "Ah, if you want to know more, read my book. And the first like I've read most of this book, so I knew what she was doing, but I was reading the comments and so many people were like, Oh my god, you got me. I really need to read this book. Like that was so amazing. And now since then I've seen other authors I don't know if she was the first to do it, but she was the first I saw. Yeah,
1: she's the first I saw, but yeah. But But now I've seen other authors
0: doing that same kind of Yep. layout of
1: but I don't think because I don't think that's what gets you the readership I think that gets you the people to read your book some people right and then from there you, you got to be
0: interesting you want
1: that person that read your book to go back back and do their own oh. yeah to talk yep. about it is like really the money you want other people to talk about it
0: yeah, so I think that's why I've seen a lot of authors... and st- I mean, of course they talk about their books, especially if they have a new release or whatever. Or they'll be like, hey, I'm working on something right now. Here's a little info. But like, it's more like conversational and less, here's my book and you should
1: read it kind yeah. of thing. Like, It's like... You have a bit. It's, it's, a, like, it's all bits.
0: It's like... It's a little snippet of their real life or their experience yeah. or whatever. Like They're trying to... I don't know, show a little slice of life. Well, I then like, the other
1: side of it, too, is um, what I've seen. The authors that are seeing an uptick <laughs> on TikTok, huh. um, they are also not really talking about their own books, talking about other books.
0: Yes. Which
1: I you give your you give your recommendations to books that are similar to your books. That's the game. And so uh, Katie Robert has been doing an amazing job of this. Like She she wrecks horror books. She wrecks all kinds of stuff. Like So she's like really embracing, um, uplifting others. And I think that really helps the goodwill toward her, it's almost like a karma situation. Like,
0: yeah. Part of me is like, we already do this on the podcast. I feel like I could <laughs> easily do that on a video. What I feel like if I do in a video, I'd be like, oh,
1: um, I don't know. Don't look at me. Like, <laughs> I,
0: I feel weird. <laughs> <laughs> I need to put on makeup for this.
1: Yeah. Right. I bought a ring light and everything, and I still haven't done anything yet. So, yeah. No. Uh, TikTok is. I was playing with the. I don't know. Jordan like was like, here, this is how you do, and he like quickly made like a video and stuff. I'm like.
0: It doesn't make sense to me. Like, I can take just straight videos of, like, my cats did something funny, but I don't understand how people edit this shit.
1: It looks great when they do it, but I, I don't, don't know. I'm not to to play with it, I guess. But, yeah, TikTok's been a fun thing, and then Twitter, to me, is not really how you... I don't think Twitter is a way to get people to read your books.
0: I think Twitter's just how you do way, a way for to communicate, to communicate and, like...
1: I think that's more authors connecting with other authors more than anything, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> and a way to piss off people. Lord almighty. I Honestly, I see the most pissed off shit there. I want to talk about Instagram, but like I feel like, honestly, TikTok's taken over what Insta- Bookstagram used to do. But, I mean, I could be wrong. Well,
0: and I think it might just depend
1: on, again, the age demographic. Because... You know what? A lot of the new adult high school stuff I see on, on, the, on the Instagram more... Cause like there's a uh, uh, like the sports college romances and stuff. Mm-hmm. They'll do like these little spreads on their Insta pages where it's mm-hmm. like they take up like a like they'll do like a nine block yeah of image on their page. So maybe I'm just like wrong <laughs> on that, but for me I don't see as much on there, uh, but I do see hella ads. So many ads. So many sponsors. They've been going
0: ads. crazy with ads. Exactly. Every other post on well, my. Well, and then feed. they recently, uh, they recently said that they're going to be focusing more on video. So they're just Instagram's trying to be fucking TikTok. Right, up, which and it's is supposed to be a picture
1: app, so that's fun. But yeah, Twitter, I think, is a fight. It's just fighting. It's just a fight situation, or like um, or your very specific niche, like, or to like get get support, cause yeah. like I saw um. That Jen DeLuca was posting the other day about getting off Twitter, or like getting off social media. Oh, is she? she? Just like, well, she was just having a bad day, I think. And she was like, I just don't understand any of this. And I just feel weird. And like, I don't. I feel like Jen's on Twitter a lot. Yeah. And I think her tweets are great. I really like, I like, I love seeing it, you know. Uh, but she was posting about how, I think it was, maybe it was Twitter. It could have been Instagram or something. But, well, she
0: had been tweeting about how people keep tagging her on negative reviews on Instagram. Yeah. which is bullshit that I, okay you know what that's, to me
1: dear listeners don't do that
0: if you are going to review anything that is wonderful even if you have a negative re- review yeah. that's fine yeah. put it out there those are for readers sometimes one star other- reviews make me read a book sometimes do not fucking tag the creator in your review especially if it's a bad review if it's a good review sure let them see that shit so they can like if
1: it's a small if it's like an indie indie ish author or like an author with like not millions of followers like it's one thing to shit on jk rowling or like eel todd or something but like to shit on an author that's like not of like that you know when you know they're gonna see it Yes. yes when, they, when you know they're going to see it, you really shouldn't do it to anybody, agreed. But especially when you know they're going to see it because they don't yes. get that many mentions on the internets.
0: Well, yeah, because, like, a friend tweeted the other day, like, you know, when when something – when you really like a book – do tell that author because it literally yeah. can be the thing that really changes their day, their week, their year, mm-hmm. and makes them motivated and excited to keep writing for you. Mm-hmm. But when you have shitty things to say, don't fucking tag them or tell them. Yeah, Just it's
1: put it on Goodreads or whatever if you need to. Yeah, speak your truth, but like, also like you don't have to throw it in their face. Boundaries. Yeah. What is
0: like? What is the point? Right? I don't know. Hey, person I've never met, I
1: think your work sucks. Fuck you. Also, you've read the whole thing. Do not finish if you don't like something.
0: It's like, you still give me your money, motherfucker.
1: <laughs> There's just like, I recently saw like that happen a lot. Yeah, it's been happening it's been a, happening a lot. lot. Or like people seeing a negative review and then tagging the author in the comments. Yes! And it's like, okay, that's really crazy because that person did not tag them. So do not tag them in something that you see that's negative. Uh. And they'll do it like in a support, like in a, like a, like, do oh you my- see this? Like, oh, my God, blah, blah, blah. Like, this I'm so bullshit. sorry this happened. You know, I'm like, shut up. Don't. Don't do this. It's not good manners.
0: It's not good manners. That's bullshit.
1: But, yeah, like, I don't know. So, and that's the other part of social media. It's like, so it's taken.
0: Well, especially as an indie person, like, you have every, you know, we've talked about this before, that, like, your job as an indie writer is. It's not just writing. It's literally doing all the marketing and yep. all the other stuff. So you have to use a chunk of your time to yep. cultivate this brand and this image and everything. And make it authentic because people can see through you immediately if you're not authentic. Yeah. Um, And then to have that shit upon, it is really personal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You do a lot. It's a lot more you than trad publishing I mean, but tra- even
0: still the fucking trad people have to do a lot too now they
1: do unless you're unless you're a nora robert kind of person exactly. yeah exactly because i mean like all of the uh, all those whites we're talking about all those people were doing fucking legwork yep and also again they what have, is even the point they like uh, those people also again they have like a smaller following so when you tag them they're going to see it yep and that's real fucking shitty cuz like when you've got like a million followers, yeah, I'm probably not going to look at every single notification I get, right? Like but if I've got 40,000 followers, yeah. I probably see the majority of them. I will see probably all of them because that's who I am. But um. like, you know what I mean? Like I don't know. It just makes my heart hurt cuz it's like also, maybe that book wasn't for you. I feel like readers and because of social media, because we have access to every in your thing. every everyone's home, like in I I have access to every single person, right? Yeah. There's, like, this weird, like, oh, well, everything should be for me. So there's no boundaries as far as, like, personal interaction, interactions go. So it's like, well, then why isn't your book written exactly how I want it to be written? Yeah. And that's, like, a weird thing. That's, like, a, a, an entitlement <laughs> to, like, someone's – it's like, then write the book you fucking want. Yep. If you didn't like this, take the plot and change it Yeah. to how you like it and then rewrite the book. Do it. Like, fuck. I don't know like i don't what do you want if well, the book wasn't for you and i think that's a problem with
0: this like must have a book published every month to three months kind of mentality like people who refuse to read books unless the entire series is out because they need to read it like binge read it like yeah. they expect everything to be for them the way they want it immediately mm-hmm. and readers are wonderful we are one of them we
1: are really you know we're voracious readers we
0: are but we also understand the other side so when people freak about freak out about shit i'm like can you just calm down for a hot second right. and like breathe and just read something else
1: there's like literally so. just fucking read something else There's free books everywhere <laughs> there's every day there's free books yeah you get emails about the free books <laughs> should you be so inclined <laughs> I just I just have, like, a really big problem with, like, that aspect of the indie experience. Um, I saw this one person in that 20 to 50K group, and she was talking about how she doesn't have a social media following. And she, like, she did it on organic just because she released so many books in a row. Mm. And that's how she was able to make money. It's because she's like, I wasn't going to do Twitter. I wasn't going to open myself up to people like that.
0: Damn. And so
1: she just, I mean, but she was writing for market. When you write for market, you don't have to really sell your personality. That's true. Like, and if you look at some of
0: those writers, like, websites or their bios on, like, things like Goodreads, it's the most vague. Like, if it's even a picture. Yeah. And if it's not a picture, it's, like, a random logo. And it's just, like, so-and-so. Is a romance writer who mm-hmm. enjoys dogs and lives with their partner
1: and eats cheeseburgers.
0: Like it's like the most vague bullshit yeah. thing that you're like, cool.
1: Because it's usually a pen name, <laughs> yeah. So let's be honest. A lot of those writing for market that's not passion projects. Those are no. that's m- paying bills pr- projects. Well, that
0: reminds me of the um when we watched the documentary. Mm -hmm. And that one that ended up leaving because initially she was doing it like she was writing a market and and she but she's like I'm not having fun. I don't like this. I don't. And then when she stopped selling as many books, she was like fuck it. I'm done. I'm going back to what I want to write under my real name. Yeah.
1: Only her was that was bonkers too because she was like she likes purposely sabotaged herself about like she wrote a book that Amazon was like nope. (laughs) It's like (laughs) to do that. Damn. (laughs) Tamson for amazon to pull a plug on your book i've read some shit on amazon yeah uh yeah i don't know so social media that's like that's the good and the bad i feel like is like yeah we can build these communities that really do feel like communities and like you have access to these authors who you love and like you can tell them that you love their books and you get insider uh secrets the next book they're writing sometimes they give you whole chapters. sometimes yeah. they give you like uh cool picture info things uh the downside is really for the author I feel like is that people have access to you in a way that is unprecedented. When
0: I feel like half half of them use like a nickname for their husband or their spouse or whatever yeah. and I'm curious about that because my husband is way more on the internet than I even am. So if I ever get to the point where I have a following, I'm like, would I I probably wouldn't give Jeremy a nickname because he has no boundaries.
1: Yeah. I I don't <laughs> think I would either. And he has
0: zero boundaries and is more public on most shit than I am. So
1: Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't I couldn't see myself with a boundary like having like it's because some of them like will have just like picture their husband's hand will just be in a picture or like the back of their heads and stuff like that. And I'm just like eh, eh I don't I'm not gonna get all that trouble. Yeah. <laughs> not gonna get all that trouble to hide them. Uh, but yeah, I, I guess that's to each their own. But yeah, it's s- social media is a weird thing. It is a weird thing. You gotta do what works best for you. Yeah. And if you start realizing
0: this is too stressful, or is it? It's affecting my mental health, or yep. it's preventing me from actually writing. Yeah. Then you just need to reevaluate.
1: Well, that was um, I don't remember the first documentary we watched between the sheets. Yeah. Or between the cover or whatever the hell cute title it was. Uh, was it Nora Roberts? Who was like. You're not getting anything written because you're on social media. And day. I was like, oh, I feel seen. I felt <laughs> seen. But then I was also like, but bitch, you get real paid to write these books. And you also
0: write on like a fucking typewriter for yeah. like 12 hours a day, which is not a real life.
1: I don't even. That doesn't even make sense to me. Handwriting thing stresses me out. Uh, but I yeah. Need
0: spell check like a motherfucker.
1: I need all of it. I need all the checks. <laughs> Please, I got like a little bit of dyslexia. I got issues. I got issues. I I chose something that is completely contrary to anything that I've ever prepared myself for. <laughs> I was a political science major. I did not write flowery uh, papers. My philosophy <laughs> papers also were not flowery. Um, I wrote about I wrote about postmodern linguistics, uh, and do not understand how to make things sound nice. So, <laughs> I've chosen a path. So that's <laughs> whenever. <it laughs> sometimes i want to put that disclaimer in front of my books like uh i don't know what you're expecting just expect jokes and weirdness because i don't got i'm an improv i'm an improviser who writes that's what it is yeah uh
0: yeah the other on vacation i don't even remember what the word was i was like jeremy how do i spell this and my brother-in-law's girlfriend was like wait aren't weren't you an English major? I was like, yeah. Doesn't mean I know how to spell. That's what the right? spell check was for, right? I grew up with computers,
1: girl. Please, <laughs> like
0: that was like when I had spelling tests. I literally had to study my ass off to pass those things. Yeah,
1: that was like, and also that was like fourth grade. So it's been a while. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. That's this. Uh, well, then you know, there's like these crossover things between writing and social media, like Wattpad, which they've taken away a lot of the. Social media aspect. Oh they took, really? away, they took away the message boards. They took away the news feed. So now it's like people just like posting into a void. That's weird. It's very weird. They kind of took they took the community out of WebPad. The like there's still comments on the chapters, but you basically I thought half the point of it was the community aspect. Yeah. But they got rid of the message boards at the beginning of the pandemic, or maybe a little bit before the pandemic. Why? I I don't know. Maybe the, I don't I have no idea. And then they got rid of the news feed, which was actually how I found new books. Usually was the news feed. So now it's like, as an author, if you want to find readers, you have to hit the list. But to hit the list, you have to get readers. So you have to like go into other books, make comments, and hopefully someone notices you, clicks on your thing, and then goes to your page and then sees it. Yeah.
0: And then Radish changed their whole pay grade into fucking people over, dude.
1: That's basically just like you're getting exposure. Be happy. That's like their attitude, which is like insane because they've got authors that like authors that now have teams that they update like multiple times a day what there's that that werewolf book that i was kind of reading for a little while they, it updates five times a day like a thousand word chapters people are paying like a thousand dollars to read this fucking book if you're if you're not waiting it for it to unlock if you're actually paying for coins what i bet you people have paid a thousand dollars they're up to check like up, they're up to season like 23 so is
0: this a book that's written by a person or is it one of the like, it started
1: on the lap pad as written by a person and now she's a team of writers that help her write the book so she like outlines it and then she's like here here's what needs to happen <sighs> so there's like all of these discrepancies and so i'm in facebook groups for this this, this book because i don't want to read it anymore but i want to know what happens eventually like when it ends i want to know what it ends basically but like The readers point out when there's, like, discrepancies in, like, appearances or, like, wait, this happened in this chapter. Wait, you're just recycling the sex scene. Wait, because these people are rabid fans. They've made a love triangle that I don't know how they're going to get out of because it's been going on for 23 seasons, which each season has, like, 100 chapters. Sounds like this person fucked themselves over. I mean, did she, though? People are paying for it, and she's getting paid. Jesus Christ. But those are the th- books. The wet pe- that's the those are the books. Radish wants. They don't want other. They don't want like books like how Mika originally was on there with her books, right? Yeah, they don't really want books like that anymore because like it's like thirty chapters and someone's done. They want constant income, which is what you get from the serials. Mm. And now Amazon has their serial thing. Yeah, I don't know how Bello- that's gonna i don't even remember it's like it starts with a v well it's like i think it's vela because it's like a novella oh i think that's what they're ripping off with that gotcha but i I don't
0: understand how that works i don't know
1: who's gonna read that because like what old people (laughs) old people aren't reading serials, so i don't know i don't get it i'd be interested
0: to learn how to write a serial.
1: like i know we write serial audio stuff but that's not the same like I think it's like writing soap for a soap opera you'd almost want to do like a screenwriting class to learn how to write tv show it's like writing for tv yeah more than anything i don't know i've like played with ideas for different serials that could work but like you have to like let yourself like let go of narrative almost like you have to just like let shit happen
0: i'm actually probably better at that than <laughs> regular
1: because like shit. you're gonna like you arc it out like you probably arc out like the season and then they like, have mini arcs, like when you're watching a TV show. Mm-hmm. But like, there's like points where like shit just happens, <laughs> and especially when like you get to season twenty three, like how what, <sighs> right? Like for me, I'm like I don't even enjoy that anymore. No, that sounds horrible. But it takes like it takes like twenty episodes to get through a day. So like it's like four days of reading, and you only gotten through one day maybe in the story. And you've paid three three coins for each of those episodes. Jesus, yeah, it's a racket i undownloaded the app
0: i want to know that like that person that has the team that writes they update five times a day or whatever mm-hmm. like i want to know how much money she's making and how much is she paying her writers and then well, they don't she doesn't pay the writers
1: the, the app does oh they like provide they hire uh like ghost writers to help oh jesus that's like whenever Radish is looking for writers that's what they're looking for writers for it's gotcha. like to add to these teams, but then also like they'll be like we have the story idea, we want you to write it. Oh, okay. So they have higher writing. Well, so that's why I
0: saw thought that was like. I didn't like that's interesting to me that she started as her own
1: and yeah. then became that. Well, there's another one, the one that I really liked that I feel like really went off the rails by going on radish was called the client, and it was about a, a female bodyguard who sent to be the bodyguard to a um, formerly blind man hmm. artist, and after 13 chapters, it was a short novella ended happily ever after they brought it back and then they introduced like them being in an open relationship. And like, now I checked back in they're like chapter, they're on like episode or season 22 or some shit. Um, and the, the married couple is taking a month break from each other and fucking whoever they want. (laughs) And I'm just like, cool. But like, that's, that's the, that's the danger of writing romance in a serial form though, right? Like you ruin the happily ever after over and over again Yeah. to a point where like, the viewer gets tired it's like you get you just get exhausted so like i don't even, i don't even feel anything about it like i just told remember i i was telling you about this story back yeah forever ago when i was really fired up I don't care but people are paying for it people are paying for it
0: crazy but like that
1: that also that app has um like a social media community aspect too like they've got um chat rooms mm. open for two hours after a, a chapter is up put it up mm. um and those get nasty really like sometimes they fucking people shit on the author like that's that the client one if you go in those chat rooms or in the comments people are just shitting on the author does the
0: author get to see all that mm-hmm.
1: oof mm-hmm.
0: i mean i guess she's like well i got your coins
1: yeah yeah and then on Wattpad, they come on Wattpad and they tell her how much they hate it so yeah it's bad it's like rough i like stopped i stopped following all of that because i was like i feel bad for this author like i wasn't fond of the storyline or where it went because there's like some really biphobic shit happening yeah uh, but like, I just was felt bad for her too. Like, I was just like, Oh, also I love that story. So it really was upsetting that it got off the rails like that. <laughs> Whatever. And also like now they're fucking characters that we met like the beginning of the story. Oh. So it's like, why did we circle back to a guy she fucked in in season two of the book anyway? But, but yeah, so, uh, basically everyone's fucked. <laughs> <laughs> So happy. I feel like every at the end of every episode I'm always like, Well, uh message is no, don't but, be an indie author. <laughs> well, it's just like social media is difficult
0: and again, like I said, you gotta figure out what works for you. But also it's like it is hard and it's frustrating because they all the different apps keep changing how their shit works.
1: Mm-hmm. So and what the, the focus th- is, yeah. And so
0: the moment you think you figure something out, and you're like, "Cool, like I'm getting X amount of views on this post, and this is doing well." And then so they're like, "U-huh, actually, we want to focus on this now." And they're like, "I just lost, like, yep. ah, no one sees my shit anymore." Yep, yep, yep. So it's, it's like the social media is out to get you, like yep. the the apps themselves are out to get you.
1: Yep, it's really it's a stressful situation. But yeah, I don't. None of it makes any sense. I don't to know me. that I'm really going to do anything with it i don't know we'll see once i've got a big enough backlog maybe and then like we didn't even get into ads tonight and like there's no time for that but no. like that's like a whole other animal because that's not even the community but facebook ads and amazon ads are like the ways that i see people are making getting the most new readers really and that's, like, a whole other, like, fucking equation you have to figure out. Like, what goes always, on the ad. always like, changing. What picture is going to get people to read, which don't. And, like, that does change all the time. And, like, the one of the classes, one of the workshops I took, she basically said, um, even when something's performing well, you should keep fucking with it. Jesus. Because, like, even, like, if you find the perfect blurb pick combo, there might be a better blurb pick combo. 'Cause like when you buy uh when you do covers or whatever, if you're buying images, you buy like a pack of the same models or whatever. Mm. <sighs> and that's like a whole other fucking nightmare. <laughs> anyway, so like not to like depress y'all. <laughs> but once my books are done, this is what I'm gonna be like just like Ugh.
0: So be nice to people you interact interact with online, yeah. please. <laughs> yeah. If you read a book and you really like it, just give your author some love. If you read a book and you really hate it, just don't say anything, keep or it tell used. your
1: friends that you fucking hate it. That's yeah. fine. you can post it on anything. You Good can post reading. anything.
0: You can do whatever the fuck you Even want. Just, just don't, don't
1: tag them. Don't tag them. That's mean. But especially
0: if you like a book, reviews really do matter. Yep, that shit does
1: matter. It helps the Amazon ranking. It helps the Goodreads ranking. It's be all nice that. and do it. I need to be better at it, especially if you like it. I mean, we kind of on this podcast, you guys know, we kind of have like the we don't really talk about things we don't like that much,
0: unless it's something that's so above and beyond,
1: yeah, egregious that we say something. But usually we keep it positive. So that's that's kind of my social media rule of thumb is like I don't really shit on things I hate too much. Yeah, um, I try to keep it positive because I will spiral if yeah. I if I let myself talk about the things I don't like. Um, but that does not mean that people aren't going to come in your business and hate on the things you like even there. So yeah, it doesn't. I, there's no winning. <laughs> and on that note.
0: <laughs> Thank you for listening. Yeah. Um,
1: I feel like we're kind of a point that like
0: if, if y'all have anything you want us specifically to talk about, throw it at us. Yeah. We're open. We're trying to um, record regularly and post regularly again. So yep. we've been missing for a hot minute. If there's anything that you're like, oh, I really want to know what
1: Liz and Stephanie
0: think about X, Y, Z, throw it at us. We love
1: that kind of thing. It really helps us because we don't have to come up with a topic. <laughs> I mean, we do have a list somewhere that we, uh, we make a list every like six months and then we don't touch it. Sometimes we
0: touch it and then we realize, oh, that, that one is going to be very difficult. We have to do a lot of reading and research and then we put it
1: off. And then mono happens and then nothing (laughs) happens. But, uh, thank you for listening. Yeah. Uh, and we'll be back next time with more Dick of the Week. (laughs) (laughs) It sounded like a really good ending and I laughed during it so like it lost the, the there was no, I lost the earnestness <laughs> Dang. All right. Well, bye. bye. Thank you for listening. We
0: would love to hear from you. So contact us at LNL at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at LNL Smutcast. Find episodes of this and other great shows at CalamityCast.com or wherever you find your podcast. We'll be back in two weeks with another episode of Dick of the Week.
1: This has been a Calamity Cast production. For more content, visit calamitycast.com and follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram.